0: She's a hoe,
1: we some hoes Wouldn't you like to be a hoe too? But, um, oh yeah, they're totally sure my mom is out there But it's like, they're so
0: How do you find them?
1: Happenstance I mean, I feel like of all the people Like, you would have the best chance Just occupationally Like, you're going to women who are spending money on you
0: I just have a hard time, like, bringing it up I've oh always been really? So like dependent, making my own money, you know?
1: Mhm. Yeah. Do you ever like? Um, I know
0: Hollywood's like that. The guy that I look up to. Yeah. He's never had a sugar mama because he's always been the business owner and stuff and.
1: I think there's also just like this a bit of insecurity, like with men like being supported by women and stuff, like becoming financially dependent or also like making less money than their female their partners.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That. That's what I was thinking when I was at this girl's house and mm-hmm. like her shit was a step above mine. Everything, uh-huh. you know. Um, like, I had the brand-new SUV, same color and everything, but uh-huh. hers was, like, the the Lexus, and mine was Hyundai, you know what I mean? So,
1: yeah.
0: you know, like... I could have bought the Lexus, you know what I'm saying? I got good, yeah. I, I have the means to do all that, but I got 0% interest on this thing, and...
1: Like, yeah, I mean, it's, like... I'm I'm just... There's this digit, weird thing, because it's... a kind of
0: guy, you know? Yeah, there's, like, the this weird and,
1: thing, because it's, like, it's not that important like if you're like logical about it you know but it's also like there's this like societal thing that's just like drilled into you like I need to make more than her like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. you, you know yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy you know like I mean sugar mamas exist and I mean you kind of I think the people who do it like I'm I think sugar mamas tend to be a little bit more self-aware about it but like real sugar daddies like don't a lot of times don't even realize that they're doing what they're doing. They're just like, Oh, she needs a thousand dollars right now. Let me just give it to her.
0: Yeah. But sugar mama knows what's
1: up. Sugar mamas tend to know. They tend to be like, so we're going to be in this situation and yeah. this is what I need. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. They're very, they're have yeah. known.
1: Cause it's like such a, it's such like, you know, turning gender norms on its head, you know, like that women are super conscious of that. Men are super conscious of it too. Like that, it because it just completely goes against, you know, everything that we're taught. Yeah. That people are like, okay, well, this is what's going on. Like yeah, exactly. But versus for men, it's like, oh, well, you know, if you care about a woman, then you have to spend money on her and you need to, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's like it's expected of men. Yeah. It's like yeah. you treat her, you take her to the date, you buy her this nice dress and you buy her her bag or whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm clearly.
0: <laughs> <All that. laughs> You're on top of all that.
1: Huh? <laughs> I mean, it's like I. I am, so we talked about this off mic, but like I'm a poly person and like my vibe is like, especially if whenever I'm dating women, like I like to be the provider and stuff. Like even, even it's like male partners too, like I like to like take people out. I like to pay for things. I feel really weird whenever a man pays for me. Like it's just like makes me very uncomfortable (laughs) as much as like, yeah, sometimes I'll accept it, but it makes me feel uncomfortable like it depends on the person and like
0: the offer is usually what means the most, you know.
1: Yeah, or but I mean I think also with like, you know, um dating like some of my male counter like my male partners, it's like they are societally like they're just kind of already they already expect that that's how it's going to go and stuff, so like they already like reach for their card before you know, anything is even talked about. Yeah. So it's like, a, so it's like, I don't even have like that moment of like, hey, like, hey, like, wait, like, yeah, I'll take it. Like, yeah. you know, I'm fine. I can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But
0: there you go. There you go. There you go.
1: Anyway, guys, hey. uh, <laughs> welcome to this episode of How in the Know, a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. I'm slob on my knob, Selena. <laughs> Joined today by male stripper, Billy Rock.
0: Hey, hey, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. So much time has passed. I know. It's like a whole different universe. Jeez. (laughs) Every week, we begin with a segment we call historical hoes. And this week's historical hoe is Gabri Sidibe. He would probably know from Precious. So, I got my information from an article in NPR called Actress Gabri Sidibe on Anxiety, Phone Sex, and Life After Precious, uh, an article from DecrimNow.org, on our Black Sex Workers, a HuffPost article, um, Gabri Sidibe, Racism Phone Sex Operator, I think there's probably more to that title, I'm just looking at the URLs, and then one from Glamour, um... And it's phone, Gabri Sidibe, phone sex operator, this is just my face excerpt. Um, yeah, so I will be posting all of those links in the bio. So, you know Gabri from Precious, American Horror Story, Empire, and other notable roles, but did you know that she worked as a phone sex operator for three years? Sex work! So she grew up in Brooklyn. Her mother was from the south and her father immigrated from Senegal. Her mother decided to marry her father as a favor. They had been friends and he needed help getting his green card. A year after they married, he took her to Senegal, uh, Gabri's mother, to meet his family and that's where they fell in love and decided to become a family. But the cultural differences were difficult to overcome. Her father had American children and an American family that was vastly different from him culturally. Eventually, it came to light that her father had a secret family in Senegal. Polygamy was culturally normal there, um, definitely not in the United States, so Gabri's parents divorced. Her mother became a subway singer, and Gabri would accompany her mother into the subway while she worked doing her homework. Before Gaborie got her big break playing the iconic role of precious she worked as a phone sex operator for three years she began when she was 21 and needed a job she wasn't qualified for most things because she lacked experience job experience as they say catch 22 you need experience to get more experience Fuck that so anyway so she decided to take up phone sex after she saw an ad for quote phone actresses She expected a dungeon-like setup, but instead found a very normal office with cubicles and people with their little headsets and all that and pictures of, you know, employees of the month. It was totally normal, as these things tend to be. Anyway, the um, phone sex um, company that she worked for trained her and gave her tips on how to maximize her time. She gives an example in an interview from Glamour. Quote, For instance, if the caller says, are you wearing something sexy? The answer is yes. We learned that phone sex isn't about getting the caller off. It's about stalling so you can make money. A good talker makes the caller forget he's paying to talk to you. She makes her answers as long as possible to keep the money rolling in. So, are you wearing something sexy? Oh my god, I am. It's too new. I went shopping, or I went on a shopping spree with my roomie. We're like the same size in panties, but my boobs are bigger than hers. So I borrowed her bra and stretched it out. So we went shopping for more bras. And I saw this super cute Lazy Teddy. It's red with black bows on the bottom and these straps that hook into my panties. My butt looks like a heart when I bend over. The seat of the panties is mesh, and so you can see it through it, so... Yeah, I'm wearing a silk robe over my teddy because I just had a visitor. My weird neighbor asked to borrow milk. Really? Milk? He's like obsessed with me. What are you wearing? If that guy's not already coming or whatever, he might want to know more about that roommate. He might want to know more about those panties, maybe even that weird neighbor. If the caller is freaky, he might want to know more about that milk. The name of the game with phone sex is to keep the caller on the line for as long as possible. You rope them in with your engaging personality and give them enough of what they want to keep them on the line. Another quote from her. The company wouldn't hire you if you had no ability to make your voice white, because that's who the men on the phone wanted to talk to. The company was run by 95% plus size black women. It's so interesting that we were all plus sized and these men would not normally be into us, but you know, if they had a fetish or whatever. So it's very strange to go from undesirable into the office, you clock in, and they say, I love you so much, I call you every day. You think you're talking to Megan Fox, but you're talking to Precious. And look how dope and fierce and amazing and smart and genius we are to fool you into thinking that we're the opposite. Pretty dope. And also, I didn't even know about that statistic. I mean, I wonder, I should definitely look this up. Otherwise, I'll have another corrections mansion. Anyway... Uh, Gabri credits the experience in helping her better her acting abilities. Callers would request Latina, Asian, or black women, and the workers would change their voices to reflect those preferences. The black calls were the most difficult for Gabri because, quote, she didn't sound black enough. So the customers would pressure her to use uh, AAVE african-american vernacular english for those who don't know that and sometimes quiz her to see if she was actually black by asking for example if she liked watermelon she worked a shift from 8 p.m to 8 a.m and found that the majority of callers were soldiers in afghanistan looking for someone to talk to who they didn't have to take care of she used the money to support herself and help her mother with rent and worked that job until she landed precious now, she has mixed feelings about her experience that kind of seem a little bit rooted in a little horror phobia, but you know what? Everybody's entitled to their experience. And anyway, she's had a quite remarkable success story from sex worker to internationally acclaimed movie star. And that's a tiny tidbit within the remarkable life of Gabri Sidibe, this week's historical hoe. So you have been uh, changing to fit the times because we're in quarantine.
0: Yes, yep, <laughs> absolutely.
1: And you can't typically do your in-person shows. I mean, have you been able to at all? Um, or have personally, you been I haven't to?
0: done any since March 14th. That was my last date that I worked. Uh, I have booked... Uh, and this is legal, by the way. I yeah. have booked, you know, females to go do shows, but mm-hmm. um, it's like small groups. You know, yeah. we we can't have anything more than ten. Yeah. You know, so it's gotta be less than ten. Yeah. Um, personally, I I miss doing the shows big time in person. <laughs> right for real. Yeah, it's so much different. <laughs> I know. But um, I'm glad that you know we're we're figuring things out and we're gonna go with the curve. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like right now, when you go to the website, <clears throat> you start scrolling. Doesn't matter what page you are, uh, you're going to get a pop-up. It's going to be a light a light box, and it's going to be like you know, it's going to have an inviting invitation, so that you can check out you know our virtual online strippers. And uh, basically, it just says that you know times have changed, and so have we. Let's go, let's ride together,
1: baby. <laughs> you must still want strippers. We still want to strip for you.
0: Yes, everybody loves strippers.
1: Yeah, for sure, everybody loves strippers. So the you've world been doing strippers. <laughs> I, I think so. Yep. So you've been doing like kind of zoom shows or how have you hosted these
0: yeah so we've been doing them on zoom and um basically what i do is i start up the chat ahead of time so uh, i'm paying for the premium version we have girls that like to like draw and i don't know what else they do on there they do a bunch of shit
1: there, okay? <laughs> but I like, i'm up. legally not allowed to disclose exactly what goes <laughs> on in these hey, shows hey, hey. <laughs>
0: So I get them all set up, maybe mm-hmm. a couple hours in advance. You know, they got the mm-hmm. they got the room ID number. So
1: do they have like do they just shoot it on their phones or? Um, uh, so webcam? it depends
0: on what the dancer has. Um, me personally, I have different setups. So I have a webcam that I can use. I can move around with my laptop. Yeah. Or I have my desktop, and I can you know move around the the tripod uh, mm-hmm. camera, or I can shoot it on my phone. Yeah. Um, The web camera is not nearly as good as my phone's camera, even Mm -hmm. though it's, like, one of the better ones that they had. Because I, at one point, remember when I told you I hurt my back uh, last time? Um, Well, you know, I I had to think of other ways to make money. So I had to reach out to some, um, like, webcamming companies. And uh, I did it briefly, only for four hours. And I was not very comfortable with it because it was Mm -hmm. very, like, sexual and I didn't want to be you know, naked on camera is just not really my thing. Fair you
1: enough.
0: Know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it didn't really work out. So I had that web camera, you know, so that's what I'm kind of like using now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure if there's any, or if there's any better models out yet, but um, it's been like four years. So I'm pretty sure they've come out with something that's, yeah, a
1: closer.
0: these phones are really good right now. You yeah. Know?
1: Phones are really good right now. It's like, I, I, um, I think my webcam that I use is like from four years ago back whenever i was camming for a second and it was like i look at the quality now and it's so pixelated compared yeah. to like your phone yeah so it's absolutely just, so it's kind of frustrating yeah
0: <laughs> you know I, mean, I want to take that back a little bit like wasn't that was necessarily 100% uncomfortable with it. it was the demands that the guys were saying and it was like
1: it was like a predominantly male audience
0: yeah, and I'm used to dancing for women.
1: And yeah. I
0: have no, like, homophobic or anything like that. Like, I'm super cool with LGBT. Like, rock on, you guys. You know? Rock
1: on. Uh, <laughs> but,
0: um, but, you know, it's just, like, whatever you guys do, that's cool. But, like, uh-huh. you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I I just I didn't feel like I was in my spot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just, like, I'm like, you want me to put a what up my ass? Like, <laughs> nothing goes up my ass. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: yeah. No, I totally <laughs> feel that. No, it's, so, like, same for... um you know for female cameras like I cannot tell you how many times somebody asked me to put something in my ass like it just it was like everything was like anal 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 and I'm like I am personally not gonna do that like that involves too much preparation I'm not that into anal like personally like on a personal level like I'm not gonna and like you're not paying me enough for me to like do this to right. be real you know
0: it's uncomfortable to mention <laughs> right
1: hmm? it's
0: probably not very comfortable
1: it's not I mean it's like for me like I'm really neutral about like performing whatever sex acts like I'm I'm like fine like I don't mind like camming like I never had a problem with like people seeing me do whatever on camera exactly but it was just I want to be compensated you know for anything and like doing anal like on camera like I knew I was not going to get compensated as much as I you know should be for that kind of thing right like, even right. if it's just me alone putting a butt plug in i'm just like
0: well and then the video is there forever too and they can share it and yeah you're not yeah getting spy bots are in there that. for
1: sure exactly and you're not getting residuals yeah and that's like the biggest thing is like that the porn industry just does not like monitor its videos and like distribution enough that like the creators are getting proper residual pay yeah and like exactly you know you're getting like a 100,000 to a million views for something and not getting paid a dime. Yep. It's like you should at least be getting a fucking dime every <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> for every one of those. Like that, come on. That's
0: why you know I think if you get into porn these days it's best to just do it with your partner or something and
1: only transit. Yeah, and yeah. you guys
0: put it, you know, all yourself you put on Pornhub but you have a, an account so you get mm-hmm. residuals from everything, you know. Totally. What I mean? Yeah.
1: And like some of the best ones like uh like Johnny Sins He does stuff with with a person who seems to be his partner. Like, they do a ton of videos together. But, like, it's really sweet. And I, like, see that it's them producing it. There's not a crew around them. They just switch from, like, a couple angles for the shots. And I I don't know who edits it. But, like, it seems like they're just, like, making their own money off of it. And that, like, that makes the most sense. Because, like, I mean, for too long, the porn industry has, like, profited off of people without you know creating any protections or making sure that people like see you know how far their work is going
0: yeah, hand over fist on that mm-hmm. they was straight taking advantage of people i won't mention the name but I do have a friend who is you know a male dancer he's not working anymore but he was in the porn industry mm-hmm. you know in the gay porn industry and supposedly straight and stuff you know but yeah i know it really did some some mental damage to him and um he won't ever get that back, you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and he doesn't get residuals from it, because he did it all classic before. Mm. You know, he doesn't have his own anything, you know, his own stuff built up. Yeah. And he's not interested in it. I mean, the thing is, like... Because of what, what he went through or whatever. That I mean, that's what he tells me, you know
1: yeah. what i Well, I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, in a way, like, porn is, like, a really useful industry, because it's, like, a way to, like, kind of quickly build up a following like if you want to have a fan base really quickly like you can kind of do that with porn and like you know um leverage your cloud that you create there for like other projects or to like become like a thing that like directly monetizes you and I think that some of the most porn like successful porn stars do that like they go, like, do mainstream stuff for a little while, but then, like, they're really just great at social media, and they, like, you know, use their personality, and also they're, like, broader savvy, and then switch on to private channels.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have a friend, he's, uh, he's more open about this stuff. He's, uh, name's Andy, and he films for his girlfriend. Uh, I'm not sure if he's okay with me saying his girlfriend's oh. name, but she's a famous porn star, and, oh, cool. uh...
1: He, well, I mean, he, if, well, you could drop her, like, porn star name, and also...
0: Brittany Amber
1: Brittany Amber okay. Brittany Amber Yeah mm-hmm.
0: She's on Instagram Brittany underscore Amber She got 1.2 million She was in the Porn industry You know Big time And uh, this is my buddy And he met her uh, And she, she was one of his favorites mm-hmm. You know He always like loved her solos and stuff oh I
1: mean, that's so sweet <laughs> yeah so
0: when he got his ticket to the lvn awards right as i was called right? A- 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 avian avian mm-hmm. awards uh he was able to m- to meet her firsthand <laughs> and they uh they hit it off and um now all they do is um they have sex with each other Aww. and he films it pov and that's so he, sweet. He edits it, and, it's they like such a setup. beautiful
1: love story <laughs> yeah it is right yeah that's yeah. so precious yeah, they
0: got a little deal they worked out where he gets a certain percentage and he does all the legwork and just tells mm-hmm. her what's on the agenda for the day you know i kind of love stories
1: and... i love like whenever like a fan like kind of becomes like your partner and stuff like yeah. it's kind of it's hot i mean yeah, holla. All, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, I, I like it too and I was yeah. like, oh wow, that's cool man yeah Probably, right happy for you yeah you know? And he's always been, like, in porn, and when he was a kid, he always, like, thought about, like, directing porn and Mm -hmm. shit, so now he's, like, doing the modern version of it, and it's awesome, because he's ahead of the curve on it, because this is the future. The social media is the future.
1: Yeah, social media is the future, and, like, porn stars being able to, like, create their own content is the future.
0: future. Yep, absolutely.
1: Because, I mean, like, what is porn at its core? It's just, you know... People with a camera, you know, fucking on camera.
0: So, yeah, it's getting, getting down. <laughs> getting down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting down with the best.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, so I want to kind of get back into talking about your profession, which is male stripping. And you have like given me so many amazing stories so far, but I just want to kind of ask so, like, You know women are afraid of men (laughs) like most of the time you know um and you're coming in and you know you are like a man who's like providing a sexual service i mean like you know stimulation like not perhaps physical but like you know they're like oh yeah this guy's hot like he's coming into my house how do you create like a sense of like trust with them
0: that trust and comfort so um at first I'm usually role playing most of the time it'll be a cop mm-hmm. so they actually don't trust me at first they're uh-huh. like very against me you know because uh-huh. I'm like this rude ass LAPD
1: <laughs> kicking
0: down the, not kicking down the door but you know I'm aggressive yeah, you know?
1: I mean you're like you know, going into their party and they're trying to have a good time and yeah. probably up to some debauched shit. So yeah, they don't want to cop there. Yeah,
0: check the YouTube. You can see actual videos of it going down.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I put it, the phone in my pocket and it looks like it's a body cam. Oh. And um, I, I have a full on LAPD uniform, like legitimate, you know, with a blank gun. So it's a gun, but it does not have a firing piston mm-hmm. in it. So, um, you know, you technically can't shoot it, but it, mm-hmm. it's a. Fucking gun. It's <laughs> you know a fucking I
1: mean? gun, yeah.
0: yeah. And um yeah, it, it's it's uh it's crazy because I go in there and I, I cause a little storm and um you know, it's like, Hey ladies, you know, I really don't want to give you guys a ticket, but you know, you guys are you guys are noisy, it's past ten o'clock or whatever time I'm there, I can yeah. sometimes make some bullshit up like Yeah. You guys know know the noise ordinance around here is like nine o'clock and, you know, if it's an yeah. early one. And they're like, What? I'm like, Yeah, you can check in your Airbnb agreement because mm-hmm. it's usually that and yeah. i like make them pull it out their phone and shit and i'm like okay do you have an id and then i match it up with it well i'm looking like i'm matching it up and everything and mm-hmm. um you know, i give them a hard time about it and, like, <laughs> and like, you know i might have to shut it down well hey you know ma- don't make me come back okay because if uh-huh. i have to come back i'm gonna write you guys a citation and i'm not playing around you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh like somebody mouths off i'll be like okay all right i'm coming back i'm gonna go get my citation book and i'll be right back or i'll just be like okay thank you ladies have a good night Either way, it all goes down the same in the end. Because I walk out the door and I grab my speaker, grab my lights, my backpack, everything. And I run back in and I'm like, ah, I lied. I came here to party. (laughs) Yeah, baby.
1: Hey. Get out the
0: champagne, girl. You came
1: here to party.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Shout (laughs) it.
0: So, so, yeah, you know, I'll bust in like that. And then at that point, you know, you just showed them personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You showed them like, like almost like you made them feel comfortable in a way because you, you, women like they like to laugh, you know. Yeah. So once you do that, everyone's laughing. You go around, kind of give everyone a hug, introduce Aww. yourself. You know, like I'm really respectful and like when I introduce myself, so. Yeah. I won't like. You know, unless it's, like, an old lady, and I'll grab her ass or, like, her tits. But if it's a girl that's really hot, I'll usually just grab her hand at first and be, like, nice to meet you or, like, a quick little hug in. Aww. Because then, it's like, yeah, if I grab her ass or something, it's, like, okay. You know, he's, like, trying to get that, you know. Yeah,
1: trying to cop a feel. And, like, yeah, she's probably, like. like- Guy. it,
0: it could get taken in a bunch of different ways could be like yeah. alright hey what's up you know yeah. that number or it could also be like you know this motherfucker sex yeah. sex out. like you know sexually, yeah. or re- sexual assault or something you know? Yeah, yeah. it could go either way you never know so um, I you save that for the old ladies and um, oh. everyone digs that you know everyone digs that
1: like tías, tías yeah, like, the tías oh, are yeah. like yeah. oh que
0: rico oh que
1: bueno
0: <laughs> I'd be like yeah bueno got the grande chorizo con oh. huevos baby <laughs>
1: speak to the people
0: hey, hey you know hey oh man and um, that's that's usually how I establish like a trust barrier and mm-hmm. then uh, I get like I ask everyone their name and like you know like ask them like you know how they're doing like are they enjoying their time and stuff like that yeah and then I um, will like you know like once I make everyone feel comfortable I have a drink with everyone like everyone take a shot you know that, that usually yeah. like sets more comfort in
1: yeah
0: and then um, you're
1: not a cop if you're taking a shot yeah, in type 5 exactly
0: exactly <laughs> And then, uh, you know, throw the music on. And I always come out to something sensual. Like, So uh, my favorite is, like, lately has been Ride by Somo. So I just come out to that. And I'm just very lyrical, very, like, into it, you know, very, like, just body rolling and just, like, on, on beat, on tone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Super into it, you know. And,
1: and how do you, like, so women are not conditioned to know how to tip or how to handle themselves in this situation with moneys Like, how do you get them to know, like, okay, like, you like this, like, this is how you're a good patron. Like, this is how you're not rude.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's tough, you know, because mm-hmm. it's you know the women look at it a little different, you know, yeah. and we don't make nearly as much money as any girls, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's okay because it's still more than somebody would make at a nine to five.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. still like it's
0: still way more than that. It's a little
1: stripper money. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just not on the on the girls level, you know. Yeah. But which is why I run the business. That's mm-hmm. why I've always been the businessman, always hustle on the side, so I can try to make as much as them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, that's the it's the goal, you know. So, yeah, of course. And eventually, can't do this anymore, you know like keep hurting my back. I mean, how many more times can you hurt it? You know what I'm saying? So there's the time limits on everything. I feel you. Like how
1: many times can I hurt my knees? Like my knees are thoroughly fucked up at this point. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Yeah. I totally get it. Sports
1: sports injuries are like a hundred percent part of this because it's like, it's a sport in many ways
0: yes it is you know you gotta be uh come as an athlete (laughs) yeah you do rock I see you guys on the pole you guys are amazing yeah
1: yeah I mean you have to have that discipline you also have to like diet in a similar way to like athletes and like do your cuts and whatnot like yeah and then just keeping your body in condition
0: yes you do absolutely so um so yeah that's that's how I usually make them feel comfort and uh, welcomed and um they usually and then the with the, money? the actor. The, oh, oh, sorry about the the money. Um, yeah, so I announce that I will be playing party games throughout the show before mm-hmm. I get started, and then I will have tips available. Mm-hmm. You know, like change. Mm-hmm. So you can bring you know fives, tens, twenties, etc., so forth. And uh-huh. um, you know, I have plenty available, and uh-huh. uh, I also you know. Take Venmo because everybody would say a joke, yeah, about oh, you take Venmo, like, like joking, I like, actually, actually do. doing it, yeah. <laughs> you want to see it, money. yeah, yeah, like it's always a joke, and it's like, yeah, no, you're it's the like, joke, I... <laughs> where's your Venmo at, play? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's that's basically how I do that. Um,
1: how much do you kind of keep as your like little bank? Uh, 200,
0: 200? at least 200, yeah, singles, yeah. um, 200 mm-hmm. is a fair number, and uh. I mean, sometimes it's hit, sometimes it's miss, sometimes it's right in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. it all balance, kind of balances out in the yeah. end. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I really enjoy it, so it doesn't matter to me. I would probably end up doing this shit for free sometimes. Yeah. If, yeah, if it was, like, you know, if I could have the choice, like, for right now with everything going on, I would do it for, like, donations. I would do a show, like, once a month or something, you know? I really
1: feel you. I yeah, mean-
0: to donate towards COVID, for sure because i miss it so much you know I miss yeah dancing. and i want to help people too you know yeah um but yeah you know that's that's uh how i kind of learned about tipping
1: so and you've kind of been like i mean you've been coping with the, the covid crisis and you you strip full time right yeah like it's your primary mm-hmm. like it's your source of income yeah but you own the company so it's kind of like you also like get you know um cuts of things for like setting up the gigs and and arranging everything
0: but when i got hurt and yelp took us out Uh that was a huge turning point in my life yeah because i felt like i was completely broken and i had no source of income and it was just like all taken from me so i still had my you know customers from over the years and they usually until this would book you know i'd get like four or five bookings a week from them Mm -hmm. during the busy season so i still kept that and I still would make, like, close to 100 on each booking or, like, 80 on each booking as an agent. So, yeah. you know, eight times, like, four. You know, nothing crazy, but a little, yeah. little bit. No, that's know, good. Just, you know, a couple hundred bucks, you know, a few hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, it was better than making nothing at all.
1: Well, I mean, it's like you're taking on this huge role as, like, your own business, too. Like, you are, like, thoroughly the businessman, like, owning and operating and navigating all of this. Like, yeah. so you wear many hats. Like, you're not just... A Performer, but you are like you know handling the numbers Every, and everything, service,
0: uh, bookings, uh, yeah, disputes, the
1: public, the social media aspects uh, and re- representation, yeah. doing your like broader, like you know, publicity runs for yeah. publications and shit. Like,
0: yeah, and I could do and I could do better, you know, but um. We can all do better. Anyway,
1: but, I mean, right? you're like one man. <laughs> yeah, one man.
0: It's a little tough, and I don't have enough to pay other people to work, you know? It's, it's like good. i got plenty of work for people to exactly, do, but I can't yeah. pay it, you know? That's yeah, a, That's yeah. the thing. Um, but at one time, I did make pretty good money. I used to make like like two, over two grand a week for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back when, uh, you know, before Yelp went down. Oh, yeah,
1: that was really good, though. Before I my mean...
0: back was, like, hurting me, things were, like, popping, you know?
1: Yeah. And then...
0: Um, now i'm starting to build back up though you know what i mean like i redid my whole website it's all super professional now way better than it ever was um i learned seo way more than i ever knew like uh, i got google reviews now i got like 130 on there five five stars and getting that going and i already jumped on the virtual thing i'm one of the first ones to jump on it Mm -hmm. Um, so that's cool you know um, i'm starting to rank for that and um i just i have a very well rounded mind on the business now um so i can do you know everything from video editing to the graphic designing into the you know the website um design to the coding you know to you know everything in between and uh it's been a very long learning process and i damn have i not made the money that i should should for the people for the amount of work i put in but you know what this shit will never leave me yeah i'll always have this knowledge and i can always make money like doing something on on the internet so yeah if my body gave out like i could always make money on the internet like you know, like I know like marketing now and I know like content writing and, you know, I know how to like keep people entertained. Like I just got to put my mind to
1: it. Totally. I mean, mean, it's like, you know, it's remarkable, like how many things that you know how to do and skills that you've amassed, like being in this industry. I think people underestimate like the amount of just skill building that this industry entails. Yeah,
0: (laughs) absolutely. Especially when you're, you know, and you're on the business side of things, you know, Mm -hmm. you gotta learn a lot of stuff and it's like I've impressed some family members that, you know, went to college and I mean I went to college got an associates, but you Mm -hmm. know, I'm talking, you know, master degrees and stuff, you know. And um you know, like, I, they're, they're, like, really impressed with me. I got a brother-in-law, got a master's in business. He's like, mm-hmm. man, like, you know a lot for just learning on your own. And I'm like, I feel like that's where most of the, the learning comes is when you um, need to feed yourself mm-hmm. and you rely on no one else, not the government, not nobody, and, like, you know, you, I've slept in my car before, you know, like yeah. when I was doing construction and stuff, like I, I had to sleep in my car at one point, like I was on those painkillers and life was not good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I ate through my money, you know, Yeah, yeah. because my, my back was hurting really bad. You know what I'm saying? Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So did you ever just, get
1: workers comp or anything for that?
0: You know, I never did. No, I, I didn't learn about that till after.
1: Of course. I mean it's so just, after this
0: the statue. It's just so fucked
1: like, you know, um just the, a lot of these jobs don't tell you like what you're entitled to or like how you're able to protect yourself or like, you know, be taken care of whenever shit goes down, you know? Like yeah. that you that you have options. Like they yeah. don't even tell you. Absolutely. So you just right. kind of suffer through.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. do, And um it's sad but, you know, uh, everything's coming more to light, so like the younger generations are knowing about all these little things because yeah. they have the internet mm-hmm. so much more in their face than we did. So, the internet is bad in a way, but it's also good in a way, too, because it keeps us aware.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, I love the internet. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, wait, how, how old back. are you? You're like 28, 20, 28? 28? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You guess.
0: What yeah. are you, 26?
1: I'm 27. Okay. Yeah, I'll cool. be 28 this year. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. When's your birthday? In October.
0: Sweet. What day?
1: <laughs> it's the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. No yeah. way.
0: That's the day my uh, my father actually passed away. Oh
1: wow. That, that could be like tragic. I don't know. <laughs> it's all
0: right. It's um. It's When's your a... birthday? It's been a while. Uh, so his birthday's also on October eleventh. That's what I was asking. I was like, oh, I okay. wonder if it's cool. one of those two days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Day. Uh, mine's uh, February fourteenth.
1: Oh okay. Wow. Valentine's Day, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Crazy, right? Or
1: Aquarius or something.
0: Aquarius. Yeah. Oh yeah. What What is your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. Cool. Yeah. Nice.
1: not that it means anything <laughs> <laughs> i don't i I feel like i'm kind of bad at this like um like i'm so deep in the queer community and everybody's like i need to know your birth time <laughs> and i'm like i don't know i always forget i'm like you can talk to my sister like they know everything they're about all up this on the Zodiac. yeah they're all up in that <laughs> nice. Nice. um so what gives you the most pleasure about your job like what aspect of it would you oh. say it's like the money the connections the flexibility, um, just like the reach of it, the broader impact, like what, or, or is it just, you know, it could even be the physical aspect of dancing. Like they just really enjoy the dance part.
0: Making people happy. Yeah. Flexibility and the impact. Mm-hmm.
1: Those are the three. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, making people happy is probably like the biggest one. I love seeing people like just taken away from their day to day, um, drama or you know whatever situation they're in because most of the people that i dance for you know they're um they're not as well off financially yeah um which you know i'm so thankful for them they support the small businesses you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and um you know they just need a break from their life sometimes and uh i'm there to do that and i want to make sure i do a really good job mm-hmm. you know i've i've uh, always feel like I've gone above and beyond to make people happy. Uh, my worst part is like running late, you know.
1: Oh God. That's always like so nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's my that's like my worst part uh, mm-hmm. with me. Um so I recommend you book thirty minutes in advance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so quick that's such short notice. Right. I get I mean
0: No, I mean like uh if you want me to show up at seven, tell me six thirty. Yeah,
1: no, I know I know okay, what you, you mean. Okay, yeah, okay. exactly. Got no It's like Oh, God! Um, like, what's the latest that you'll answer a call? you know?
0: Uh, as long as I hear the phone, I'll answer that.
1: really, call. but like well, what if it's midnight? Will you turn up at like one a m? they like yeah,
0: yeah i've I've jumped right out of bed and you know, gotten ready and headed out to do shows. Um, I have girls that will do the same thing, you know, um oh. I got a call yesterday i wanted the girl there within one hour of when he called and i had her there within one hour
1: that's amazing that she was ready that quickly too and also traveled and like in socal you've seen
0: her you saw her
1: Uh, oh yeah yeah
0: she was on the the video the anthony padilla video oh okay she was the blonde oh zara zara yep oh yeah she's a hustler she is yeah
1: yeah i know her by extension Oh, okay. yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, last night, like I got a call from one of my regulars and like he's the kind of regular that I know would be like willing to like just, well, I mean, like lowest end, he would like pay me like 800 to show up. And then like, you know, depending on how late I stayed, like, you know, a thousand or plus. And like, I know that he's good for it, but I was like, I'm not fucking leaving my house right now like i'm way too like there's a point where i'm just like sleepy and i don't want to do it and like i I, yeah i'm that person (laughs) yeah that's that's cool i I mean mean, i don't know it's like i would have jumped right on that
0: (laughs) you want to know something cool tell me so this one time this guy was, like, super horny. It's a weird way to start a story, but...
1: No, that's fine. to go for uh, it. I mean, this, that's, like, so many stories, right? <laughs> right.
0: And this customer is super horny. Yeah. Probably, like, on blow and everything else. Uh-huh. And, um...
1: Per use, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and he fucking calls up, like like a day or two in advance from when he wants the strippers Mm -hmm. and you know right then he's like yeah you know this is what i want you know he's Uh like yeah i want two of them you know what i'm saying and i want them there for two hours and (laughs) all this shit you know Uh i was like all right and i added it all up Uh i don't remember exact details but Uh i know i did get a thousand dollars up front sent Uh to my paypal i sent it as a friend slash family yeah so it was non-business transaction yeah by way i did not fuck the guy over
1: Uh uh-huh
0: but this is what happened um so he he ends up uh he ends up having to cancel, mm-hmm. and um you know, he said he was going to reschedule, and I kept the fucking thousand bucks, and yeah, he yeah. never called ever again. It was so cool, hell yeah, yeah, that was so yeah. awesome you know? <laughs> I know that's pretty random, no but, no like, I mean I it's just, also like made me think about he, that when you, you know said,
1: sometimes people like I found like they get off on just talking about it, you know, like. The whole like especially with camming like so much of it was like, you know, a a guy would just want to voice it to somebody who was like listening and being like, and then what you know like, yeah, yeah. Know just exactly like having yeah, just having somebody on the other line, and so they were like willing to like you know, pay for that experience and like literally just get off on that. Yeah, know?
0: absolutely. <laughs> There's uh, some people I like to try to call around for free and do that too. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks ago I was, or no, no, this is probably like March 14th, right around then before mm-hmm. the shutdown of, lock, yeah. you know, the lockdown. And there was this guy, he was ordering, um, or he was acting like he was going to order a mail stripper.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I was fucking busy. I was, like, running in the house. I had no time. I had to go to Palm Springs, and I had to go to L.A., and then San Diego.
1: Uh-huh. I didn't
0: have no time to fuck around, man. Yeah. And this motherfucker calls me. He's, like, moaning and shit while he's talking to me, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, I was a black girl, and I want her big old fat titties. And, and he's like, j- like he had to have been jacking off. you Yeah, know? for sure. And I'm like... Thinking, my godfather's voice is in my head because I used to ignore those phone calls in the middle yeah, of the night yeah. and stuff. And he's the reason why I would answer him because he made me realize where I came from and how I should, be, you know, be, be ready to make that money at any time. You know. Really. I mean? and, and um, and I, like, I always, he always plays in my head when I think about that. You know what I mean?
1: Huh. Like
0: okay. the, Like he reminds me of, like when I slept in my car and stuff. You know, and that so that stuff starts triggering me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, so I'm like, okay, this could be a real customer. Because there were some where I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I'd hang up. And he'd, mm-hmm. and he'd freak out on me. He's like, you don't know if that's a real customer. They could just be fucking weird.
1: You know? <laughs> and uh,
0: that's kind of how he sounds too. He's got this, like, raspy voice. <laughs> you know? I
1: mean, like, that's, oh, God, it's like half, sometimes it's true, but, like, a lot of times I'm just like I'm not even gonna waste my time on this. No, but I yeah. I
0: agree with you. Yeah. And you know we we're humans. We go up and down. So yeah, this is one sure. of the days where I gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of days are like yeah, like you like, said I'm about the other night. Yeah. I'm not always gonna give a fuck. Yeah. But today, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I've been yeah. there too. You know. Yeah. Totally. a human, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I ignore those voices, but. You know, sometimes <laughs> those voices come in, I can't ignore them, you know? Yeah,
1: totally. But, yeah, um, I get it.
0: Yeah, and, and I, like, lost it on this guy. And I'm usually pretty cool, you know? Um, And I was just like, you motherfucking cocksucker. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. I was like, you just fucking wasted my 20 minutes. I'm sweating, like, I'm sweating so much because I I'm you know, a million things on my mind. I'm trying to stretch on that thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to get ready. And I got these shows. I'm trying to pack food so i don't starve and yeah this asshole wants to call and waste like 20 minutes and he's, i'm like are you jacking off bro i remember i said that and he's like oh maybe oh, like, oh maybe yeah i'm like <laughs> fucking weirdo i'm like i fucking kill you motherfucker you fucking <laughs> waste my time like that what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with you bro yeah you know and he's like oh i'm sorry i'm like fuck you man i hung up I was like, oh, <laughs> <"I'm sorry." laughs> bastard I, I uh blocked his number you know right after yeah but um but i, I you know like to add on that like i have been in those moments where the phone rings in the middle of the night and and he does like not i'll be real you know he does mm-hmm. kind of pop in my head i'm like fuck that, I ain't answering mm-hmm. that phone. but um but there are times where i remember what living in the car and those rough times and you know and then, I, you. and then i grab that phone because of that you know
1: I get it. um, I mean, it's like, hopefully one
0: day I don't even remember those times.
1: (laughs) I know what you mean though. I mean, I like, I grew up really poor too. So like, I totally feel that, you know, like the, the need for money and to like make a certain amount of money. And like right now, like just not being able to work, even though I do have like other forms of income coming in, it's still like not the same. Like I'm like taking a huge pay cut. And so it's like, I may be financially secure and I have savings and I'm fine. But, like, my poor kid brain is, like, do whatever it takes. Like, make as much money as you can. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like, screaming in my ear, like, yeah. ah! That's
0: how I end up hurting my back. Yeah. <laughs> is I, is I, I'll be fine. Like I'll be like, I, I know I'll be fine. But then the hustler in me is like, gotta go. Gotta yeah, make that bread. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta make
1: the bread. <laughs> okay, so I have, like, a kind of silly question, I guess. Okay. It's like, are there male stripper meme pages? <laughs>
0: You know what? I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's kind of crazy. Like, okay, within the female stripper community, there's like so many meme pages, and also like within the broader sex work community, there's like there's a page for everything. Like from really bad like SD like online accounts to like just talking about being a stripper to like full service sex worker. Like,
0: I I've seen memes. um, Yeah. Like joking ones, like be like a fat stripper, a midget stripper, you know, something like that, but But never, that's like not
1: even like the thing about like the memes is like that a lot of them that I'm talking about are like super nuanced and they're like written by people in the industry.
0: Mm. Yeah, no. No, I it. Yeah,
1: it's interesting, but I mean also like the male stripping community is pretty small, right?
0: We're a much smaller niche. Yeah.
1: Like how many can you estimate in LA or in California even?
0: Um, you know, I know personally probably a good 40 of them. Yeah. No, maybe like 30, around 30 to 40. But um, I'm close with probably about 15 of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I would estimate that there's a few hundred Uh
1: in California. Wow.
0: Versus um, how many female strippers in California? Oh, God. In the thousands. Thousands, for sure. (laughs) definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, I wouldn't imagine uh, there being too many thousands of male strippers actually out there
1: yeah I wonder if there are even like a thousand male strippers across the world I mean there are probably at least a thousand yes
0: I have connections in other countries and they do exactly what I do but in other countries and it's really cool because I was supposed to fly to Amsterdam Mm -hmm. uh, this month to go perform out there with uh, a company that does exactly what you know i'm doing out here yeah and it's quite interesting because they actually have more like workshops out there to do so they play um like sushi games where they'll eat sushi off of the stripper what and, yeah then they'll like uh like draw them like the like paint pictures and stuff oh and, it's really, it's really awesome. You so know? it's like it's a little
1: like, bit more creative.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Creative is, uh, is a, that's the perfect word for it. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. that's fun.
0: Um, and I was really uh, interested in going over there and learning some of that stuff and bringing it back to the States. Yeah. So that, you know, I could introduce this to, you know, to the U.S. Um, I'm not sure if it was done prior in the U.S., maybe back in the 80s or something. But, you know, they look it like some really cool workshops. You know, yeah. the, the strippers come bake cookies with you. And, oh,
1: my God. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. That actually sounds like really hot too because it's yeah. like, you know, women love men who can cook and things like that, you yeah. know? Like so performing those tasks like would be pretty hot. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> That's so great.
1: I mean, I love how creative you can kind of get with it because you're like taking it into domestic spaces and like people's private you know, yeah. homes and all of that.
0: Yeah. Well, just with this virtual, I wanted to get a little more creative. Yeah. So I bought a kids' pool. Mm
1: hmm. You know? And
0: oh. then uh, I got like, strawberries <laughs> and whipped cream. and. Oh
1: my gosh. I was
0: over here squirting whipped cream on my nipple. And I told the <laughs> bachelor, I'm like, come on, get over here, girl. You know, hold yeah. my camera and, or the phone at the time. And uh-huh. I get that. And she like stick her tongue out and I wipe it with my hand. I get in be like, damn, girl, you took the whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, and just like role playing with it. Yeah. And then I, I got in the. You know, in the little kid's tub, and I'm like with the scrunchie, and I'm like, you know, bubbles, everything, like, <laughs> putting it on me, and like, pretty Ricky's playing. <laughs> Hell know? yeah! Yeah.
1: Wow, I mean, that's like it's. It sounds like it's like so creative comparatively.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you know, you gotta really think outside the box because there's not too much that really a dude can offer, you know. Um, you think. Well, I mean,
1: I mean, it's just different in in a lot of ways. And you personally like have um, a lot of boundaries over what you're willing to do. Like you kind of you don't do what some other male dancers that I've talked to do. Like, you know, like I've heard people, you know, getting like actually having sex with clients like in a session and stuff like, you know, because like maybe the crowd is like, fuck her, fuck her you know, like that situation. But like you, like from what I've heard from your other interviews, you kind of like you lay a, a line down and you're like, okay, like I'm going to be here professionally, do this show. And then like, maybe we can meet up after, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. But in this environment where I'm getting paid and this is my hour, like I'm here to work. Right. Wow. You really did listen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did <could awesome>. listen. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, well, how did you school. decide that? And how did you like, you know, come upon your own boundaries? Were there times where you like, you know, where you didn't have those boundaries and they kind of developed from learning or like, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, um, I've been in some, some sticky situations, um, Mm -hmm. especially like in the beginning and stuff like, uh, there was like a time that I didn't talk about that wasn't really popping to mind. Um, but it was one of the turning points in my you know, career, uh, when I really was like laying down that line. Um, I was in a hotel, uh, I was, I think it was the W mm-hmm. and, uh, it was like a bunch of like Asian women and, uh, I was dancing for them and, uh, there was one friend they were like, yeah, she hasn't got it in so long and stuff. And like, I started making out with her and I was getting really turned on and then like, I got hard and then they were like, yeah, fuck, um, fuck, fuck him. And then mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, yeah, fuck her, fuck her. Mm-hmm. So she like, just like starts blowing me in front of her friends and everything and i was just like oh my god you know i was pretty new into this still you know Uh and then um like we had sex like in front of her friends and everything and then like after i left i like i know like i just noticed things were like different it wasn't like a regular show like i wasn't about to ask them for a review or anything like that yeah i mean and then i just thought about like what could have Like, you know, happened, you know, like it could have, like, took a turn at any point. So, like, I didn't, like, I left that out on the other one and I left it out with a lot of the the things because I didn't want the kids to hear this. Yeah. You know, and I, like, have a lot of kids that look up to me. Totally. So, I, like, try to leave that stuff out. But, you know, there has been, like, that has happened.
1: But, I mean, that's real, though. It's like, you know, you get into these circumstances and, you know, like, your are posed with, like, decisions that you didn't even, like, really game plan, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. you're never quite, like, you know, thinking, like, yeah. oh, like, this is going to go this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And you don't just plan for, like, oh, yeah, let's do that later. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. I mean, like, you create these barriers from, like, having to, like, you know, having them where you come up against them. You're like, oh, like, what happens if I go here? And then you, like, have that feeling, like, I don't know if, like, this is what I'm going to continue doing. <laughs>
0: right, right, Yeah. And, um, that's basically what I like went through in that, in that position. And how did you
1: feel? Like whenever, you know, you were like a
0: champ. Really? Really? Oh, okay. At that point I felt like a champ. And then I called J rock, uh, Jacob. Yeah. And he was super turned up about it. He was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then like, after like it all, I calmed down a little bit and stuff. I went like to myself and I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Mm. I want to be the one guy that doesn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be the one guy that, like, lays down the line. The one guy that, like, has his rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want to be that guy. You know, because there really isn't that guy out there, not in this industry. You know what no. I'm saying? Huh. Like, most guys are going to take advantage of any situation that they can get themselves into. Yeah. And I like to pride myself on being the opposite. So, I'm sorry that I left that piece of information out in other interviews, but I'm not perfect, you know? like
1: Nobody's perfect. And I mean, to be
0: honest, I think about it all the time when I see, mm. like, someone and I'm like, man, I could, like, totally, like, take advantage of the situation, have sex with this girl right now mm-hmm. Well, I can see that she's into it. But, I mean, like, that's, like, the lime of the light, you know, we're there, we're in the moment, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm working. Yeah. You know, and I stride on being that professional mm-hmm. person that doesn't do that. So, I can't be a hypocrite.
1: Hmm. Well, you know I mean, it's, a, I mean, it is harder also because like you run the show, like you run your company and, and the you're the face of it. And so yes. like, you know, yeah, the, th- you the know culture what, that, starts from the top.
0: Yes. That's, that's a big part of it too. I'm, I should have said that, you know, like sometimes you think of, you point out small details and you forget the big ones. You know? <laughs> that's, that's a huge one. I'm, I'm supposed to be the leader. Yeah. You know, like I'm yeah. the Billy Rock group leader, you know, so I'm supposed to set a better example.
1: You yeah. Know what I mean. No, I mean, and it's really hard because, you know, like it may be something that like you as an individual, like might be comfortable with. But like then you as a leader of your company and like, you know, you need to kind of set down some boundaries that, you know, that may be more flexible at times for yourself. But like because you don't want to create a culture where people feel like they have to do those things or where they have to cross lines or do more, you know, like and if somebody at the top is doing it, then, you know, like that trickles down.
0: Yes. So it kind it,
1: of makes sense you have to hold yourself to a higher standard.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, it, I mean, it's, it's a good example, too. So if somebody wants to do what they're going to do, they're going to do it. But if they have that question in their mind, kind of like what you just went on, they're going to be like, they're going to second, you know, second guess it. They're going to be like, well, you know, he doesn't do that. So mm-hmm. is this right? Whereas if, you know, Jacob's running it and, you know, he, I I love the guy. Yeah. You know I'm, <laughs> I'm just using him as an example. He's my yeah. boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's going to... Um, You know, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be doing that and then it's going to make it okay. But, um, I mean, as long as it's consented by everyone, I don't care what you guys do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just don't like get yourselves into anything crazy, you know, but, um, I mean, as long as you're a grown adult and you know, you're feeling it at the moment, that's cool. But I just feel like as the leader, you should not do that. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep that, that professional hand on it. You know what I mean? Just like, just like you mentioned, you know, that you you nailed it right on the head.
1: Yeah, it's totally different. I mean, you know, where you are. Um so you have an another interview said that you do you differ with Jacob in that you do not consider yourself to be a sex worker.
0: Yes, I don't. And um who told you that?
1: I watched your interviews.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. I I I can't believe I even said that in there. I don't, I don't remember saying that. Which one did I say that in?
1: Um uh it was I think Andrew or something. Andrew Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you said that. And I think that that's unique in a stance. Like, but I, you know, like for me, um, I accept like I am a sex worker, but mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not going to force any sex worker or any person in like adult industries to like claim a title that they don't want. Cause like, the world is fucking already doing that for right. us, right? You yeah, know? he so. went.
0: He was interviewed by Jubilee Media, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm sure you guys probably talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked everyone if they felt like they were a sex worker, and mm-hmm. it was. Uh, I think the majority said yes, uh, but there was a few that said no. And then um, right away, like it came to mind. I didn't second guess it. Like I, I, I said no because I don't perform sexual acts for money. Mm-hmm. And th- th- that's what. That's what I. That's in my head. That's my. I don't know if you want to call it biased opinion or yeah. how you want to categorize it. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how I've always thought of myself and I have no, nothing against anyone that does. Yeah, You know what I mean? Um, let's be honest. If I uh, had a sugar mama, it'd probably be a different story and I'd be claiming <laughs> a different, different thing, but I've never mm-hmm. had that, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody is allowed to take their own stance on this and all. Um, I mean, I think even so, like I have recently even had thoughts about it, like just, because I started writing erotica for this German um, publishing company, and they were asking, like, oh, you consider yourself to be a sex worker? And because, you know, the rules and the, the like, context of sexuality within German culture is regarded, like, completely differently. Like, strippers are a normal part of parties, um, and it's like people just kind of throw around the moniker, like it's just, you know, like you know, Selena, the clown, or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Um, so it's like a different thing and sex isn't taboo in the same way. And like, there's also like, you know, full service sex work is much more acceptable.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. My European counterparts, um, they talk about it freely, you mm-hmm. know, like they are definitely sex workers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I'm going to go visit. And mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of work they have lined up for me, yeah. but uh, they said I'm gonna have a good time out there. So, um, I'm not, I have no idea, you know, how far they get or what they do, but, um, I do know it's more open over there Yeah. and, um, they don't tip though, which is interesting. They just Um, pay up front. They just pay up front. There's just no
1: tipping culture.
0: It's not a tipping culture. Exactly. And, um, that's a whole nother story on its own, but that goes to show you like how, um, corporations in America can you really twist things, you know, where they, yeah. they pay us so little that we have to get tips to make money. They, they get paid enough over there to where they don't need to get tipped. That's, yeah, exactly. that's the part is everything is more fair, their healthcare system and everything else. But like I said, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother No,
1: Totally. Topic. I mean, yeah. it's like the cross culturally, like there are so many differences. And I mean, like for me, um, they asked me like as I was like, okay, well, sex work is like the broader umbrella term, And it refers to, like everybody from like cameras and porn creators, cuddlers, um escorts, street based sex workers, strippers, and everybody. But like it's the broader umbrella term, but everybody has like a different profession that involves all kinds of different work. But it's like generally you're providing intimate services for people, right. like something that is like sexual, whether it, it could even be like photos, you know, like if you're like providing erotic photography stuff like right. that could f- fall into the category. Right.
0: And see that that's where I uh, where I don't is I don't do the, the videos and the photos. Mm mm-hmm. um, the, the nude stuff. Yeah. I've I've sold striptease videos where it was like we're wearing a got down to a thong but mm-hmm. I did like a storyline. This is just recently. I've yeah. been trying to come up with new ways to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like like I I haven't done that. And that's why I throw myself in that in that in that category of Yeah. Thing. not I don't know if I'm right, you know. Yeah. I could be wrong. But um, that's just how I, I see it.
1: Yeah. Know? Well I mean like I like just... I said
0: I'm very open and I, I very accept everyone. I
1: totally you know, no like
0: not... I, I I like your thing that that you have going on. Thanks. Um my uh, word bank, um, sometimes it, it's got a short term memory. So what is it? What, how do you identify again?
1: Oh, um, your,
0: your sexuality.
1: Oh, uh, s- a poly? A,
0: poly-, a poly, polyamorous person. Polyamorous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cool, mm-hmm. you know, and it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I don't think even Jacob knew that about you mm-hmm. because he would have told me, and um it is an interesting question that i had for you you Mm. know and 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 you know i learned from you today Mm -hmm. you know and i i i I can totally see that because i've been in points in my life before where i felt like i love like could love different people yeah. you know what i mean like you know like you like so much about one person and then you can like so much about another person and you can just feel love for them equally yeah you know? like i i get that you know i'm not that, saying i would ever do it i don't uh, know i, mean, I wouldn't yeah. be closed-minded to it for but, sure. but um but i could see where where that comes about totally
1: i mean like for me i kind of you know pose it in the way like you know, people can have multiple children and love their children. It's not like, yeah. oh, I had another kid, so I can't love the first one as much. It's like... Right,
0: it's a good analogy.
1: You you love, you know? Like, people are able to love people. Yeah, and absolutely. So, that's my, my take on it. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, a, you know, a little renegade, but, um, but I think it's also becoming... Renegade, like, renegade. Renegade, <laughs> renegade. But it's, like, kind of becoming more of the cultural norm in some ways. Like, I think... I think especially within like the kind of like queer community, like it's much, it's almost hard to find people who are monogamous nowadays.
0: Yes, my uh, doctor, a little off topic, but he's gay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he's like terminally ill, so I don't get to see him anymore. But uh. his boyfriend, um, you know, he'll pick up Viagra's from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll provide him with some. You know, uh-huh. and um. I can't believe I just said that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I remind him with some some Viagra, and um, he openly talks about how he you know goes ham on his little um, boy toys that he's got. Yeah, you know, exactly word for word what he calls them. You
1: know? Yeah, and I mean it's, it's also. I, w- like, I mean,
0: I would assume he goes ham. You know, he looks like kind of guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also like you know. Um, It's hard whenever your partner is terminally ill or has like some kind of like long term illness. Um, And that's I hear a lot of couples like open up as part of that. Just, you know, like there's a point where, you know, you care about your partner maybe as like the ill person and you don't want them to just, you know, shut down their life because your life is taking a turn, you know, and it's like you start like you care in a different way and relationships are so complicated, you know, like what you expect from each other and what you bring to the table and you know how you give and how you receive. So Yeah, I agree. Everything changes with time and that's what I think. I mean, yeah. there's like the my biggest problem with a lot of relationships, at least hetero relationships, is that there's like this default setting, you know? Like you assume, okay, we get together and now you stop talking to everybody who's like a woman or you stop looking at people and you you know, are completely focused on me and we're going to be only together until we fucking die.
0: Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> the way that humans were designed.
1: No. I mean, you know, people people are definitely... But we we developed that.
0: that, you know.
1: We did. We did for, you know, securing paternity, for securing property, for, yep. you know, for all of those things, for certain societal status and titles. Yeah. We figured, we cha- you know, made it this way. But it has not been like this forever.
0: I agree. That's crazy. You know, you go to think about all that like pre Bible, you know, caveman, like the real caveman. You know? <laughs> OG like, caveman. <laughs> yeah, like what what you know, um, what were they doing? They were spreading their seed and you know, it was like
1: Yeah. It was I mean common. there's even I mean, like a thing that's like um, you know, of the people that reproduce, like forty percent of men reproduce with like seventy percent of women. Which not, like, not to say that there, you know, like, there is, like, that whole, um, like, genetic kind of conundrum about that thing, but, like, not necessarily. It's, like, women are able to, like, be a little bit more choosy, and they choose about 40% of the male population, which is kind of interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Poor
1: 60%. <laughs>
0: Go hit the gym, player.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's come, not come, even that, come, you come know. get in this other
0: forty percent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? I mean, you know, not everybody needs to reproduce, you know. But I mean, yeah. you can still you can still be fucking and not reproducing. Hey, <laughs> hey.
0: what up? <laughs>
1: what up? What's your greatest challenge as a male stripper?
0: Um, greatest challenge, I would say. Uh, I hope this relates in your the way you're asking the question. Um, probably with, with with Laura, what I went through.
1: Yeah. So for context. Challenge. Yeah. Um Laura was like one of your great loves.
0: Yes, yes. Laura was um was my great love. Um we were just talking about how we actually reconnected. Um told her I wouldn't tell anyone.
1: But- <laughs>
0: Sorry, yo. Cat's
1: out the bag. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> you, with, you with homeboy now.
1: <laughs> but, um, um, yeah.
0: but, yeah, like I, I feel like that's a, the, the big challenge. And you, uh, so,
1: for your context, you had been with Laura for a while, and you were very dedicated to her. You were like thinking, like, I could spend my life with this woman.
0: Right, I wanted to marry her kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way I was thinking. You know. But
1: you kind of came up against her family. She comes from a, a traditional Egyptian um, Christian home, and they were one not keen on you being not egyptian and secondarily they found out that you were a male stripper Yep. and then that really you know cut yep. things Icing off on the cake two. yeah
0: wow you have great memory
1: so you had to deal with that and i mean it's so hard whenever you know like these are situations beyond you and beyond even her like to get that stamp of family approval
0: yes yep and um just being in this industry alone you know is tough yeah. it's tough to break that barrier with the person because I've also lost um destiny that was a, another love of my life prior mm-hmm. to Laura mm-hmm. and uh I chose though I chose dancing over her yeah and I, I was so fresh into it and um I didn't have my company yet mm-hmm. I could have easily left and stuff but I didn't see myself working in a warehouse with with her, like that's what she was proposing was uh-huh. me to get a job with her, making like I think it was like fifteen bucks an hour or whatever at the warehouse at the time, and it's grueling work. That, you know,
1: it's grueling work to like do that whenever you know.
0: Or go back to the construction and yeah, it's I like mean, you
1: have like this job that gives you freedom and fun and you know all kinds of one time. Of, like, one thing you can't get and... back is time. Exactly, and like time to like. Do this but also be yourself and pursue things that make you grow beautiful so it's like and you just don't get that in a lot of industries you don't like so few industries
0: very few <laughs> and uh, you know it's funny if you go on a social media platform and you post something about getting a job like it was funny because all this shit happened and I started delivering for Amazon for like three days mm-hmm. but you know <laughs> I was doing it you know Yeah. and um, like shitty experience you know in the rain i slipped fell and i was oh, doing no. as an independent contractor and that's right around the time i had re-injured my back you know oh, recently God. and uh like i said for the most part it's usually really strong and stuff but it yeah. just i go through these little spells and it was one of those times this is life absolutely life um but yeah i was like you know I, I went right back to to like you know the grind like i'm not afraid to get my hands dirty you know yeah. what i mean and uh as soon as i post on facebook or yeah i think it was facebook or instagram there's so many congratulations text message uh text messages and stuff and like oh so proud of you and all this and it's like where where do you guys where are you guys at when when i'm running my own business yeah you
1: literally have your own business and that with employees and like it's crazy yes
0: and, and and that goes Like, with everyone I noticed, I started talking to my godfather about it, who has more wisdom, more life experience than me. Someone I get a lot of my information from. And, you know, he, you know, took the time to explain to me, like, that is fucking people in general. They're, like, they hate on it, man, that people get their freedom, Mm -hmm. you know? They're, like, the misery loves Is, you know, to shorten it, put it nice and short and sweet for you. Yeah. And that's sad. Yeah, they don't,
1: they don't take your profession as, like, a profession or, you know, the business as a business. It's, like, somehow set off as, like, separate. Right. Even though you're using all the skills that everybody else is using, all the tools, and, like, providing money and doing all of the other stuff. It's just somehow in people's mind they have this block.
0: Yep. my uh, My grandfather, like... He would even stay at, like, family parties, like, oh, yeah, as soon as, you know, my grandson gets a real job, he'll get himself a, a real woman or something like that. Like, what? such a smart-ass comment, you know? Meanwhile, he's oh, all broken down. Like, <laughs> I might have my back issue, but you should see my grandpa, you know? Like, yeah. You know, he's Let's... fucked up from working that regular job and not working out and shit and just being the average person you know yeah
1: and shout out right now to fucking amazon being super shitty and like doing all kinds of stuff like
0: scandalous yo
1: yeah like trying to keep people from unionizing like trying to go out of their ways to like union bust all of these people who are literally just trying to like have enough to live and have proper health care like having to work through covid and stuff like they're really up to some really bad shading right now actually
0: two dollars an hour and that's it yeah
1: exactly like yeah. nothing else
0: and you know just to add on to that like that route i was telling you about when i had that shitty day
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, i remember that it, 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 normally it would pay 54 and it's a like a three-hour route mm-hmm. plus in uh, 30 minutes to get there from my house to the station 30 minutes to get back and if you don't make all the package deliveries because you know just a bunch of different factors that play in like, Mm uh, the place could be, especially during COVID time, like offices are closed, Mm -hmm. mail rooms are hard to get into. Yeah. You know, people don't want to answer their door. Um, you know, and you're supposed to take pictures of these packages and everything else. So yeah, you end up having to go back to the, to the warehouse and drop off the packages after it ended up being, it was like a five hour, six hour gig. And, um, it was fifty four originally, but I waited for it to climb up to a seventy eight, which I had to jump out of my car, out of my house, and run to the car to go make it in time for that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would have lost the block. Yeah. And um, uh, I got eight dollars in toll road fees, and um, I had my my transponder on to three or more people in my vehicle. Which mm-hmm. okay, that's not the best thing to do, but hey, you know I'm fucking. You know, going COVID, I don't know where I'm going to get my money, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to do what I got to do. So it would probably been about 20 bucks if I didn't have that set on there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would have been even more if I didn't have a fast track account and the app took me on this road right didn't tell me i needed fast track or anything just took me right on the fucking road (sighs) and uh the shitty ass delivery in the rain and everything else and Mm -hmm. i messaged them and i just said hey can i please get my uh here's i gave them screenshots i highlighted it with photoshop and everything can i please just get my uh my my refund for my uh my toll my toll fee yeah they said uh this probably is like a stock letter. It didn't even take time to send me anything personal about how we're responsible. As independent contractors, we're responsible for our own gas, mileage, um, maintenance, and uh, toll road fees.
1: What the fuck?
0: And it's like, I understand everything except for the toll road fee if you're going to take me on that road. Like, yeah. give me a route that doesn't have that then, you know? And they don't give you the option Well, oh, I mean, right like,
1: now. it's... <sighs> so many levels jeez <laughs> I'm like, oh my god
0: just like tap the microphone come on
1: oh, i just want to <laughs> fight i want to fight them
0: she's ready to beat somebody up
1: <laughs>
0: y'all should see right
1: now. <laughs> so fucked up you guys she got that
0: she got that fury in her eye burning like i just, 103. I just hate
1: whenever you know people are like employees are taken of. advantage of and well, just yeah. you know just it's not cool treated poorly and now it's time for a quick commercial break i can't keep the ladies off of me i simply can't seem to get away from women i walk down the street women hoot and holler they call me big boy ask me how my big dick is how much it would cost to get a peek my ass gets pinched and spanked no respect i feel like an object if this scenario is interesting to you please call me man objectifier for 2069 i will make you feel like the piece of meat you are big boy anyway on that note we got to wrap up this episode where can we find you on social media
0: uh so you can find me uh at billy rock entertainment that's uh instagram uh tiktok uh pretty uh doing pretty well on that one so follow me (laughs) got some cool videos and um
1: also at billy rock entertainment
0: billy rock entertainment as well yeah Yeah, uh, twitter billy rock underscore ent uh then you got youtube just search billy rock entertainment it's one that's got the most subscribers on there got uh some vlogs on there really cool you can check out the lifestyle of a male stripper uh prior to covid and uh, i'm gonna start making some vlogs um with covid too it's just you know you got to understand we're all going through emotional shit and sometimes we don't want to post right now but i'm climbing it? out of it <laughs> No, I feel um,
1: yeah that's totally reasonable
0: and you can find me anywhere i'm bill- pretty much just always going to be billy rock entertainment except for snapchat it's dougie freshness Two.
1: How do you spell that?
0: D O U G I E, fresh F R E S H N E S two. One S. One S. Gotcha. Good thing we went over that.
1: I'm glad we did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm Selena the Stripper. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can support this Patreon at the Real Pretty Boy Girl. You can follow this ig account at hoe in the know and um please like subscribe comment share with your friends play it in your shop do everything for me thank you <laughs> anyway have a great Just one guys some love you guys yes please anyway have a good one guys bye